Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of Listen to These Nerds, where tonight we are going to play our classic, traditional at this point, uh, yearly uh, holiday one-shot. And I am Harry, and I will be GMing this session tonight as you're going to be playing it in Blades in the Dark. Joining me tonight, we have... Hi, my name is Chris, and I am going to be using the playbook Cutter, using the character Billy Doyle. I'm Megan, I'm going to be playing the playbook The Leech, um, and my name is Edgar Hagford. Hi, hi, I'm Joe, and I'm going to be using the uh, Whisper playbook and playing December Marigold. Hi, I'm John, I'm going to be using the playbook The Spider, and... I will be playing Octavius Oliver. Uh, and I'm Jonathan. I'm going to be playing, uh, or I'm going to be using the playbook The Lurk, and my character is named Nick Keebler. First off, got to say, love the names. Absolutely fantastic. John, your name is just Doc Ox name backwards. <laughs> no, it isn't. That would be Octavius Otto. <laughs> He's got you there, Joey. I'm Octavius Oliver. Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. So we join our various rogues gallery. As they have been contacted by a, call them a, a handler of sort of criminal underworld jobs, a man who goes by the name of Blight, who has basically asked them to come together for a job, of all things. He provides a small uh, idea as to what the contract is, of what this uh, of what this job entails, including the amount you're being paid, and that it's something that requires uh, specific skill sets that, based on his information, all of you manage to fill. Uh, and of course, the usual uh, are you in or are you not before he provides any other details beforehand. I'm assuming that everyone says yes. Yep. 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 Uh, All right. So with everyone accepting, you are given the usual sort of encrypted packet of information uh, regarding the job and also a place to meet everybody, which is a um, an abandoned car shop that's sort of uh, inside the, the center area of the city, uh, sort of in some of the industrial areas. Um, so going there, you uh, find that Blight has set up his usual accoutrement, which is a Charlie's Angel-style speaker that he can speak to you and be spoken back to, but of course does not reveal his actual face or personage. Hmm. Uh, once everyone has arrived, you'll sort of get into uh, what you've known now is the spiel, uh, the kind of description of the job. All right, everybody, glad that you've all managed to come on for this job. Like I said, I think your skills are going to come in very handy here, and it's going to end up paying everyone handsomely if you can pull it off. Now the details. I've been contacted by a, uh, well, call him a man of means who goes by the pseudonym Papa Ed. Apparently, at some point, one of his operations got hit, and he's lost what he calls a large amount of Christmas cheer, which is a kind of funny name for cocaine, but, you know, I don't exactly judge. Anyways, according to him, he's managed to track down where this stuff is being stored, and for some reason, it's being held in First National Bank. Now, what he needs from you is to get in, steal the Christmas cheer back, and deliver it to a site. I've already managed to contact a driver, so all that I need from all of you is to get in and get out with the loot. Now, understandably, you'll have... Christmas! Yeah, sure, whatever. I'm sure there's a lot of exec that would absolutely love to have this Christmas cheer. But anyway, uh, I can... Anyways, uh, I can provide what information I can about the contract, but obviously it'll be up to you to gather information about your approach. So, what would you... I'll tell you what I can uh, know, but other than that, you'll have to figure out your plan on your own. Alright, so who has the points in Mastermind to get the extra doctor's bags? 
John, be quiet. Uh, that's a, a payday joke that only John will get. I played it too. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. All right. I've got a question. And hey. leaning forward in his chair is honestly what looks like um, a very stereotypical uh, football hooligan. Like, Jason, uh, Jason, how'd you get in here? Yeah. So you like dig? So what? yeah, just this big shaved head looking guy with like a nose that's been broken one way too many times and scars on his face, like the only kind that can happen if you've like been slashed in the face with a bottle, basically. Uh -huh. So yeah, basically my character, Billy Doyle, his alias on the job, like, you know, his code name basically is Bulldog for several reasons, including his aggressive temper and basically his just sheer ferociousness when it comes to a fight, as well as how ugly he is. Hmm. So what I want to know is, what's a cut for us? Well, that's the thing. You're not getting the uh, job pays out about 15 million each. However, about... you're not getting that from selling the cheer. Uh, according to Papa N, he just needs you to deliver it. He's already got the money in escrow, and upon completion, we transfer it into your account. We get any cheer on the side for ourselves? Uh, you didn't say. You said to keep the cheer. He said that he wants the cheer undisturbed. But since you're probably going into a bank, anything you can get your grubby little hands on is fine by him. It is fine. It seems to be free game. I see. So we're not trying to play it subtle or anything. Mm -hmm. uh, there is one small complication that I should also mention. There's, in order to make this, uh, one of the things that Papa N specified is, although we're going in specifically for the cheer, we've got to make this look like it's an actual bank robbery. Uh, to that end, you can figure out anything if you want, or uh, you'll see that there's a USB drive on the table. Take that, and if you can manage to upload it uh, onto the bank's main servers, it's a worm that'll make it look like that we went in to steal banking uh, cr uh, customer information, which should help disguise what we're actually going in there for. I see. But like I said, if you feel that you can get all of the cheer out and just rob the place blind, well, that's your prerogative. Chris and I have acted so hard, I think someone else should say something. <laughs> Uh, as long as I get my money, I am fine with anything, really. Uh, um, a man who looks like he, uh, had to quickly change out of his ring, uh, Ringu cosplay into his business suit is sitting there with his long black hair draped over one eye and his sickly white complexion and sunken eyes, uh, only, the only thing visible on his face. Um, every, like, maybe five, ten minutes, he, he, he seems to, like, look over to his right and left as if he's being followed, even when he's sitting down, um, and, uh, you can uh, hear him muttering almost constantly. Is a really key factor. Is he white? Uh, yeah, sickly pale. <laughs> you can be pale and non-white, but seriously. Yes, but right. uh, yeah, um, uh, not all of us have the luxury of sitting here all day. When are we going? Well, um, when you actually pull off the heist is again up to your discretion, but you do have a time limit. At least from what um, Papa N's been able to tell me, the cheer is getting shipped out of the bank sometime next week but you have until the end of this week in order to pull off the heist uh, someone have the have, blueprint i was just gonna ask you wouldn't happen to have any information about what's going on uh on the inside uh, just the publicly available stuff i'm afraid if you want to mm -hmm. get eyes on the inside of the vault well that's where you're gonna have to do a bit of legwork and with that uh i will show so, you so uh what when, so when, when you when he says this uh octavius leans forward well Luck favors the prepared. I'm going to mark a point off of my load. All right. Uh, for blueprints. Ooh. 
somehow you had the blueprint. You just had the blueprints for the bank for a completely unrelated reason. You're just like, oh, well, I happen to have them right here. Yeah. Oh, you mean these blueprints? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so if that's the case, uh, I'm going to share my screen. Oh. And yeah, uh, uh, Oliver lays out the blueprints for the first bank as Blight goes, huh, wow, you guys really are professionals. All right. So can everyone see what I am streaming? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. All your tabs. I, I wonder where, where I've seen these blueprints before. John, John, shut the hell up, John. <laughs> So this so is, for those at home, it's definitely not blueprints from a hit video game. So to describe to the listeners at home, you know, what this looks like. Uh, so Oliver lays out blueprints for the uh, sort of the first floor and the second floor of the plant of the bank. Uh, so the first floor, there's a sort of main entrance that goes into a large main hall. On the left, you have a kind of customer waiting area that then segs into a sort of staff lunchroom. On the right of this main Main hall, you have the uh, lines and tellers office, you have the, the bank tellers, and then there are teller offices behind that. Um, at the very north end of the building, on the ground floor, there's an area that goes through either the bank tellers or the staff lunchroom that seems to go towards the vault access area. You also see that on the ground floor, there is a cargo loading bay on the far west side of the building. On the upstairs, uh, you see that you have the manager's offices, uh, a sort of like outlook that has access to the roof and some further offices as well. Um, however, because Oliver has the blueprints, he also has the blueprints for the vault area. Garden? Yes. Um, the vault is a garden. So the vault is actually underground. It's a garden in the sense that they put a bunch of trees in like a glass enclosure. Interesting. It's oh, not. The mm. Yeah. And it's got like, you know, halogen lights that kind of try to mimic the idea of what sunlight is, but do it pretty poorly. Uh, but as but going into um, the, the vault, there's a, a large server room that's directly to the left before you get to a security checkpoint that separates um, basically the main area from the vault. The uh, security rooms also overlook a, a money counting room that's sort of nestled in between the two security rooms with the oh. main vault behind that. And uh, yeah, so that's what... Uh, oh, and then one other thing that you guys should be aware of, and this is just sort of public knowledge, is that the um, the building to the north of the, the bank sits on a corner. The building to the north is sort of like mixed-use office space, and there is a parking garage that kind of abuts the west side of the building that sort of is right up against where the manager's offices are and uh, the rooftop uh, outlook is on the uh, above ground. So, so point of entry wise, the that could be one. You would have to go through a wall, but you know it is a point of entry. Wall smalls. That doesn't necessarily have to be a problem. So, because we're in a more modern setting, Harry, can we take when we're grabbing items? Can we get like something that's a bit more contemporary for the era? Yes, that's equivalent. I was going to say. So, if you say like rifle in this case is not a match lock, it might be something like an assault rifle, pistols also, okay. and obviously for people 
with tinker skills, you can, you know, tinker tools could include a hacking computer, for example. Oh, shit. That changes my whole character. <laughs> that changes everything. All right. And I will leave the um, the plans up. But yes. Um, uh, so Blight is, all right. Well, if none of you have any more questions for me, uh, well, Ramblers, time to get rambling. And so now you have a bit of time to gather information, which will help sort of reveal certain things about the uh, the bank effectively. All right. So how does how does that work? Is that a series of rules that we make, or yeah? So basically, you can tell me what sort of information that you want to ha- to find. I'll figure out a, an appropriate uh, skill to use, and then we roll, and that will determine, like you know, the quality of the information, how good it is, etc. Right. Okay. Um. Hmm. So keep in mind, um, if you d- can't think of something but you want to help out, one thing that you can do is make a setup roll. Which is basically, you would make a roll, but rather than gain information, you would give another person a plus one die or improved effects uh, on their roll. That's interesting. Um, I I have something that I want to I want to figure out. Sure. Uh, since we have we have a week, right? Yes. That's and that's more... narrative time. This is not like you have this many sections to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. One thing that I'd be interested in is knowing the work schedules of pe- of people who are in the building, especially people who are often in the building after hours so like managers who work late security guards when are these people clocking in when are they clocking out all right uh Um, that is probably going to be a survey role survey Mm, okay well i'm i'm bad at that so maybe someone else should take that one (laughs) i don't have any dice in survey i was thinking prowl because i could just like stake out the bank for a few days um but Um, i don't know this I, I, i don't really know how these like skills are differentiated narratively yeah if you look at the um the bunch of character sheets I posted in the Discord channel. Uh, mm. There's a one on page like one that lays out what each of the different uh, skills are sort of responsible for. I see, I see. Okay. Hmm. But yeah. So yeah, how would you like to? So does anybody else have something they would like to try in the meantime? Uh, so uh, cut it, cutting away to um, December in his home, he begins lighting candles uh, in a circle, uh, and from his fridge, he produces a carton of. Uh, 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 anyone who who's there can uh, see it's a hundred percent eggnog as he pours it into a bowl in the middle of a what looks like an arcane summoning circle um, and uh, kneels down in front of it and begins to chant spirits of the holidays show me the past <laughs> Um, and uh, th- though not visible to everyone, one the the, the ghosts that swirl around him, uh, from one of them pokes their head through the the maelstrom of uh, spiritual energy that surrounds this guy, uh, and he's going to try to attune with it. All right, you are attempting to commune with a sort of ghost of holidays past, as it were. Uh-huh. All right, so make me an attune roll. Um, it is a four. Okay, so four is a so four is. Uh, um, you do it, but there's consequences. So what? So other than just looking at the past in general, what are you trying to find out about? I want to know what in the building has been updated. Mm, okay. I want to know like weak weakness points of like they didn't update this in the building, and they like things that wouldn't show up on the blueprint. Right. Uh, of okay. like of like oh yeah, there there's actually this wall here leads into this room, or they actually walled up a closet over here that you could go through, or this wall is particularly weak because it's been 
it's the only wall that hasn't been updated or been like re redone yeah. so it's All like right. weak or full of asbestos or something <laughs> so going through the past you sort of see like you suddenly like close your eyes and as you open them you're standing in a kind of ghastly visage of what the bank was which originally was just you know a thing of wilderness and then suddenly as if you are sort of scrolling through a video you see the banks like slowly begin to take shape first as a, a shack and a tiny mining outpost eventually becoming grander and grander until it starts becoming the bank that it is today sort of scouring through the footage as it were uh, one thing that you immediately realize is originally the vault was on the same floor as the uh, like the bank itself, and it's only been within the last 20 or so years that they've moved it underground. When they did, they renovated the vault access uh, into, instead of it being just a way into the vault, into a stairwell that goes down into what is now the, the vault area, which is a basement. And when they did that, they built it, uh, they had to build it basically as close as they could up to the building right beside it. So what you found is that the stairwell leading into the vault is right next to that mixed use uh, office space building that you have, that was, that you guys are aware of. So that's a, uh, that could be an entry point if you're willing to, again, go through a wall. Um, that, uh, and conveniently, you managed to see just enough in the ghastly visage that the shop that was in that area was actually a spirit Halloween store. So it is now currently empty during the holidays. Excellent. All right. Well, um, as... Uh, however, oh. what you do see is that as they are building up the vault area, they spared no expense on security. So other than this, like, corridor where you might be able to break in, the actual vault area itself has all the modern accoutrements of security you could imagine. Okay, but we can get up to the front door, essentially, by using this method. Yes. Or use it as an escape route. Yes. Okay. Um, all right, well, um, as as the vision comes to a close, uh, December uh, pulls his face out of the bowl of egg nog that he was that it, it was in and looks over to his uh notebook which he has his arm possessed of its own will like not not of his own will has like sketched out all of the blue information and all the blueprints necessary as he wipes the the nog off of his face and hair uh he uh, is gonna mail it to the uh well, not, i guess he'll just bring it back to I, the will, I will say for sake of ease you guys all do have leverage style um earpieces basically that you can talk into uh well uh, just, just break it. this is this is all that december is doing so okay so that he'll mm -hmm. just go back to the the the, the hideout yeah mm -hmm. okay i i have another idea of something that i could do with my skill set right. um so we know that this stuff this christmas chair is being held inside the vault probably in like a safety deposit box or something and we know where the vault is, but what I would like to know is what it looks like from the inside. Mm. So, um, all right. Uh, I'm going to go and open an account. <laughs> ah, excellent. All right. Um, so day one after the briefing, uh, Nick Nick Keebler is going to dress up um, in uh, biz, business casual. No, no, business attire, um, suit jacket, white shirt, black tie, black briefcase. And he's going to walk right into the front door of the bank. All right. Um, all right, and he's going to walk up to a teller. Okay, uh, I'm going to say that this is going to be 
Uh, well, sell me on what skill you're trying to use, I should probably say. Right. So I guess there's kind of two potential challenges here. The first is getting them to convince me to, like, deposit something into the vault myself. Um, the second is, uh, well, uh, if there's any, like, key cards that um, would help us get through doors or something, I would I would like to have one. All right. Um, so if that's the case, the getting telling them to get into the vault, that is going to be a consort role of some sort. Mm. Or... Or a sway? Yes, sway. Consort or sway. Okay. Probably that's... more sway than anything else, now that I'm looking at it, because sway is more deception. Okay, that's good, because I do have uh, dice in sway. All right. But you, you're not lying about opening an account. I mean, no, I'm not lying about opening an account, and I really do have documents that I'd like to store in the vault, but um, I guess if I have to produce any credentials or anything to prove who I am... Yes, uh... they, they don't just allow you to be like, yeah, all right, I'll make an account for you. They do yeah. like to know these things. Okay. I'm just going to come pick up my stuff, my myself through well through, by going through the wall you know <laughs> one one thing that i was going to use to help myself is uh one of the um items that i can pull out is uh documents and i would like to have some falsified uh documents some like uh a set of contracts uh a will um not falsified but uh, you know just yeah uh, important enough that it would be reasonable that you'd want to put them in a safety deposit box exactly like a notarized by a real notary um, my god yes yes but uh the contents are meaningless yes. anyways yeah. so i'm just going to go up to a teller and uh, ask to speak to a manager all right uh so yeah roll that sway roll okay great all right one one dice coming right up all right that's a four all right uh so a four is you do it but there is some sort of complication so uh you have so you're discussing it with the teller and the teller's like oh yes absolutely we can uh put this into the vault um let me just go speak with my manager for one second and um you know she goes off she comes back and uh she comes back with a man in a, a very nice looking suit kind of slicked back black hair and a pencil thin mustache and he comes up to you and says ah mr richelieu i thank you so much for trusting our bank with your important documents uh now th uh, thank you thank you now you said you wanted to put the, them uh now if you don't mind you can hand them over and we'll have one of my employees uh bring it into the vault immediately Oh, well, as it happens, uh, if you wouldn't mind terribly, I would prefer to see them go into the security deposit box myself. You see, as the uh, uh, you know legal protector of these documents, it is my responsibility to see them safely. Uh, and, and so it is part of my duties, as, as it were. I know it might not be uh, orthodox, but... but you know, well, uh, Mr. Richelieu, I assure you that that, uh, that won't be an issue. Um, but, uh, please come with me. I'll, I'll show you the, I'll show you to your box as it were. Thank you very and much. And so, uh, he will take you into the vault. Uh, so you see that in order to get into the vault via the first floor, uh, let me just pull up the, uh, via the first floor, you need a key employee key card to get through the door. Uh, okay. as he sort of opens it, it has like the veneer of looking like, uh, like a, just a standard wooden door, but you can tell that when he opens it, it is very clearly steel reinforced. Right. But it looks like any employee can get through that door because the uh, teller that you were speaking with is sort of walking with you, got with you, and she just uses her ID card, and the, the light goes green, and the door unlocks. Wonderful. So heading down Are into the vault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be a uh, that might. That might be a control role that somebody could do. Uh, so going through the area, um, you kind of see that uh, you saw like a couple security guards up on the uh, like on the, the floor that are very much like, you know, your 
your standard looking security guards. The ones down here are a lot more um, like well armed. Like they're not just carrying pistols. Like you see, like as you're moving through the security room, like they have assault rifles that they can use. You also notice that going through the security room, uh, they're set up in man trap style. So, you know, one door opens, you come in, it closes, the other one then opens. And it seems that like a lot of the windows in the security room that look into the counting room and even look out into the kind of um, lobby, you could say, with uh, the garden and the walkways, uh, seem to be made of what you would assume to be shatterproof glass. Mm -hmm. uh, and as you walk uh, and they show you to the main vault, uh, as you do, he's like, here it is, the main vault. And you hear the impressive like kunk kunk of the, the vault opening up. You do see as well that while the, the vault opened, you see that the manager uh, like reaches into his pocket uh, and sends something via cell phone to somebody. Uh, and then you see two guys in each of the security rooms go over and press a button. Uh, uh -huh. And that's when the vault actually open opens. That's interesting. Uh, can I tell if these are like privately contracted security or do, are they wearing like bank employee uniforms? These are probably private contract security. You actually see the logo for Carol Security Services, like on the the patch, basically. Excellent. Carol was also the on the security guards upstairs, so you assume it's some sort of package deal. Okay. But yeah, the vault door opens, uh, and you kind of as you go in, you see the various safety deposit boxes. They're all behind like steel, think jail cells. And as you're kind of coming in, you see that in one of the cells, there's a table with like several large, like official looking, but still duffel bags that are just kind of like, like laid out on the table. But the, the manager kind of like, oh, over here, Mr. Re uh, Mr. Uh, Richelieu. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, sends, he comes over to a deposit box, opens it up with a cage with a key. And then he like pulls the deposit box out and almost very ceremoniously like presents you the deposit box for you to place the uh, the papers in. Oh, I thank you. Well, I must admit, I'm very impressed by the security. Uh, uh, I, I uh, didn't mean to cast any aspersions by by requesting to come down here. You see, it's it's only part of my job, but uh, my, any any concerns that I may have had uh, have certainly been put to rest. These uh, Carol men course, are, are these uh, the Carol men are quite good. I, I've had other clients who rely on them. Ah, yes. You see, we spare no expense when it comes to our client's safety. And he says that in a tone of voice where, like, he kind of wanted to do this. Like, he may uh -huh. have put on the, the airs, but he kind of likes showing off how big his security dick is. Nice. Okay. Hmm. Okay, so the if I'm remembering correctly, to get down into the lobby, the garden area, all we need is one employee key card. Yes. Or you break into the stairwell that um, December discovered. Yes. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. And then from there, you would guess, based on the manager's text message, that in order to open the vault, uh, you would have to uh, like get confirmation from a manager, maybe from his computer, you're not sure, and then obviously the two buttons in the security rooms. All right, well, well, well. You or, do also notice that there's like some sort of mechanism. Like as the door opens, you see where the locks fit. And you also see that there are more holes where like you would assume more locking bolts would fall, but they're not being used. You're not quite sure what that means. Hmm. Probably like a safety system or yes. like a, like a, oh, oh, we, oh, something's fucked up. Lock all the extra locks. 
a fail safe, or maybe they yeah. do it in response to like a blast or something. Yeah, we we need some sort of machine to to get through that kind of door if it walked all the way. Uh, a drill, perhaps. <laughs> Very shitty drill. This is just gonna keep happening, isn't it? Yeah, this I is, get it. This you play payday job, <laughs> Harry. Welcome to the other side. Aid. A drill, a drill, or a ghost. All right. Hmm. I'm trying to think of a way to get. I'm going to say, as part of the complication, um, there are no key cards that are really in reach that you could grab. Yeah. All right. That's if fair. you if you want it, if you you can do it, but it would be a desperate action, and thus, if you fail, would have severe consequences. Yeah. I'm I'm not going to risk it. I've I've gotten a lot of information. I'm happy with that. All right. Mm-hmm. Hmm. If only we could get one of those guard uniforms. Might right. make my my job a little easier. I'll have to think on that. So uh, we've had December. We've had. Uh, sorry, Jonathan, what was your character's name again? Octavius Oliver? Uh, Jonathan's character. Oh, Jonathan's yes. character. Yeah, I'm Nick Keebler. Ah, uh, yes. So we've had December and Nick. Uh, so is there anything that other people would like to try to gather more information? Yeah, I'd like to make a study roll. Okay. Uh, to... And for sake of ease, assume all this information is shared between people so we don't have to worry about, like, timing bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want to look into the corporate structure of this bank. All right. Okay. That is a three. Yep. Uh, so you can... So how are you attempting to figure out the corporate structure of this bank? I'll, uh, I, I, I'm going to look on the internet. All right. Look at the, 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 the corporate tree. <laughs> you start doing... You go on a LinkedIn rabbit hole. Um, unfortunately, um, whoever runs this bank is pretty good. Like, you manage to get the general outline, but you don't really catch any sort of pertinent information. You could probably get some if you started, uh, if you sort of did, started digging a little deeper. But, uh, so basically how this works is you can, um, you could press on by doing a risky, a- by basically trying again, but this time is a riskier action, or you can pull back. Mm-hmm. Um... Hmm. That means this is really going to pay off. Yeah, I'm going to pull pull back uh, on this. All right. All right. So yeah, you you get a general outline of the company, but yeah, of the bank, but it's not anything super pertinent. Jerk. Mm-hmm. Sure. All right. Uh, so is there anything else anybody would like to try? I'm going to seduce the bank manager. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, oh, oh, I know. I know Ed- Edgar would have killed it, but uh, <laughs> it's not really his uh, skill set. Um, I okay when 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 Nick went to the bank and opened his account and walked through. Did he get an eye on the brand uh, of the security systems? Uh, you mean the guards of the security, like cameras themselves? Like the cameras, the panels, like where people are putting their key card in. Mm. Yeah, I'll say that he managed to uh, that he managed to at least get a look at some of the panels, and you would guess that like the the security was probably done all by the same company. Um, it is um, lock and key security. Get on the nose, sorry. Called brand awareness. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I feel like most security companies are something really like obscure sounding, like I don't know, tech and security. That's a video game. Well, the problem is they tried that, but then nobody like found them through Google searches. So they're just like, "Fuck it, we'll make it really easy for them." Also, I can't believe you would reference a video game, Megan. I'm trying to think of like a tech oh, I did. that would never happen in this group. It's just if it had been intentional, that's fine. It was 100 yeah. percent unintentional. 
I'm just gonna think of a weird generic tech name. I don't know how they do it. Um, okay, so I'm gonna look up that company. I'm gonna look up like their sales models, and I want to see. I know we don't have very much time, but would I be able to like rush order a key card panel that I can tinker with beforehand? Uh, yeah. Roll me a. Uh, I say buying it probably isn't gonna be the issue. Roll tinker to see if you can manage to get the the information of the goods uh, beforehand. Okay, so if I have two tinker, do I roll three dice? You roll 2d6, and then uh, whatever's the highest number. Okay, that's a five. All right. Um, so five is assessed with complications. So, uh, you get the key card reader. Uh, unfortunately, there's some sort of supply chain issue that causes it to be delayed. So you don't get quite as much time to look at it as you would like, but you're fairly certain that you've managed to get a good enough idea of like how it works that you could pro that you can make some sort of thing that spoofs it. It probably isn't going to be a foolproof spoof. Like, if the security company's watching, they're going to know that, like, oh, somebody's, like, doing the shit, but... The old man is there. Yes. It's good enough if that, so that as long as you're not hanging around, it'll work. Okay. So I'm going to try and produce, essentially, a fake key card that'll open okay. their lock. Yep. That is something that you can do in the time. Sick. All right. And, uh, Chris, is there anything that you would like to do, um, or anybody else, again... You guys kind of have uh, a delay of the land here. I will say that it is starting to get close to the time when you're going to have to need to pull this off. Mm. Would the ability, would the skill hunt be good for anything beforehand? You could hunt down someone who has one of the guard outfits and steal it. Okay. You know what? Um, I think I might just do that. So I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, gonna take, I'm gonna take a look at the list of employees at this bank, and I'm gonna see if I can track any of them down in real life. All right. Yeah, you're specifically looking for the uh, the security, correct? Yeah. All right. So I have one die in hunt. So would I roll a d6 for this? Yes. Okay. That is a four. All right. So four is a thing with a complication. So you're trying to get one of the uniforms for um, uh, one of the uniforms, correct? Yep. All right. So luckily, you do manage to track down. Uh, so you basically uh, manage to find out uh, through like studying the the security guards that come and go that there's one of them that likes to take off of the bar right after work and he leaves his uniform in his trunk. So oh. luckily, it's pretty easy to break in and just grab it and along oh. with anything else in his car to make it look like, you know, you weren't just there for the thing. The problem is it doesn't fit you. And in fact, it's actually like quite like on you, it's barely holding together. And uh. even on someone of like you've somehow managed to find like the tiniest security guard possible. I'm not going to make this work. Uh, it might fit somebody else on your crew, but it does not fit you. And so, yeah, I get on the group chat. Oi, all of you, I want to ask. Any of you put fear into the heart of another man? What? <laughs> question, question mark, question mark, question mark response. And any of chat. you look as though you can pull off being a member of security. Well, how does everyone look? I, I, I'm, I'm a funny old man. I'm goth. <laughs> Yeah, Nick's Nick's pretty like effeminate. Uh, Octavius look, looks like a man who owned several security companies. No, oh. mm. promising or say that. Yeah, uh, I, like I said. I mean, it sounds like the the kindly old man security guard is. No, th this is like hardcore security. They said they look like ready for battle. Like they're yeah, busy. The, the vault security does. The security uh, outside of the vault does look a bit more civilian. 
And wait, which outfit did he get? Uh, the outfits are the same, like the underlying outfit. The difference is just, you know, like body armor, weapons, etc. The thing is, I'm, okay, this is where I'm at plan-wise mentally. I'm thinking we go into the Spirit Halloween, we open a hole in the wall, um, I have a saboteur uh, special ability, which lets, I'm assuming opening the wall is wreck. Yeah. 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 So it would um, probably be Tinker to set up and then wreck to do it or something. Yeah, it, it would just be wreck, basically. We're uh, we abstract the Tinker role as part of the wreck, effectively. Ah, okay. Yeah. So my saboteur special ability says that when I wreck, the work is much quieter than it should be, and the damage is hidden from casual inspection. So Ooh. I think we very quietly drill a hole in that wall, get whoever's in this security outfit directly into the vault with the fake key card, so they look like they belong in the vault and they can open the vault. All right, so it sounds like you guys are moving from the gather information stage to the plan stage. May I make one more chance? Yes. Try on gathering information? Yes. Okay, because I, I... All right, so I am going to use uh, Consort uh, to uh, go into the bank and uh, talk to the manager as if I am interested in purchasing a stake in the bank. Uh, okay. Alright, roll uh, consort. Alright, uh, because I'm consorting to gather information on a target, I get plus one die. Nice. Alright, so 3d6, don't fail me now. I'm gonna roll all ones. Six, six, six. Yeah, right. pretty close to all ones. <laughs> Alright, uh, so you do manage to consort with the manager, um, but this is a manager that is used to playing hardball. Unfortunately, like, as much as you're trying to put the schmooze on him, like, the minute you bring up trying to buy a stake in the bank, he is all business all the time, and you can't use, like, you know, you can't ply him with extra alcohol or flattery. Like, this man goes into a thing. You could uh, try and be a bit more aggressive in your negotiation styles. Again, you have the opportunity to make it a risky action, or you can, again, pull back. I should have seduced him. <laughs> I mean, not okay, too no. late. <laughs> if I would that require making a command roll? Um, I'll say that you can... Or can yeah. I continue consorting? I'll allow you to continue consorting, since this right, is still yeah. within the, uh, the the realm of consorting, as it were. Cool. I will double down on my roll. All I'll right. also spend two stress to push myself. Okay. To bring so it up to four dice. Nice. That's right. a lot of dice. Yeah. Well, it's a bit of a risky action. So, yep. come on. There we go. All That's right. That's a six, baby. That's a total success. Yeah. So, it turns out, um, like, so you, like, originally you're trying to play this sort of soft and meepish. But as you sort of harden up on your negotiating style, you realize that this was actually him trying to test you to see if you would be a good, like, uh, fit for this bank. And the minute you start showing that you've got spine, that you're not just going to, you know, kowtow to somebody, he starts to, like, instantly lighten up immediately. He starts bringing out, like, the drinks, the cigars, uh, and basically, and, you know, you start putting on the, the moves, which is, you know, hey, when you top off his drink, you make it a little stronger than he thinks, or you slip something into his cigars. Uh, but either way, throughout that, what you manage to find is that um, the manager is like, I'm eventually as the manager who's gotten particularly drunk at this point. It's like, what you have to understand about this bank is that, sure, there's the owners. I know you want to be a part of them, but really, I'm the guy that gets things done. That vault doesn't open without my say-so. Nobody takes a shit without my say-so. That computer right there, that thing can move this whole fucking bank around. I'm the fucking king. Mm -hmm. uh, these nerds in IT keep telling me it's a bad idea, but so far, this bank has been healing it. 
And if you're willing to put your snake in it, I just want to know that's where your head's at. Oh, yes, obviously. You clearly are, are a, a man who knows how to run things well. It's no surprise that you've been put in charge of everything. This Damn. man is going to be murdered. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I'm going to use my uh, zero uh, load uh, vial of, of slumber essence, a, a, a.k.a. roofing him, uh, to just knock him out. And all right. Just, and just go go to the, the computer and, and be like, all right. So, yeah. So what you find out is that the um, along with the two security guards, you also need um, like authorization from the manager via his computer um, to do so. Um, but what you found is that this guy does not lock his computer at all. So when he was texting somebody he was literally just texting someone to go in and be like yeah could you hit the authorized button on my keyboard thanks okay and yeah so you basically have like employee list of names uh schedules you've got even the names of all the security guards and stuff like that um you can initiate fire drills like there's a lot of shit you can do with this computer but you only have access to it right now now is kind of the thing. So what uh, what would you kind of like to do while you have basically uh, mod powers? Uh, I am going to clone us a set of uh, of uh, you know uh, all access passes effectively. All right. Um, and as you're doing this, you realize that as long as you have these passwords, um, he also like he has a remote desktop. So from that server room that was seen in the vault, you can do it from there. You just need someone to stay behind to you know do the the computer thing. Mm-hmm. From his remote desktop, unsecured. <laughs> it's got a password, uh, but he keeps the password on a sticky note on his monitor. That's literally the setup we had like last year at work, and we got new IT, and they were really displeased about it. <laughs> yeah, no, you get the feeling this guy in IT do not get along. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I, yeah. I I wish I was playing a character with Tinker, because then I, I I would just do. I, I would do a hack and just install a back door, but yeah. I I did not take any tinker. I did not. Ex- <laughs> I did not expect this man to be this stupid. Yeah, pretty much. Can you um? Can you give me the IP like the setup so that I can remote desktop? Yeah, I I I, I probably know enough to just like. I, I, you can say that you you gave me a, a a USB stick that I can just plug in and it'll just clone whatever's like the yeah. you need to like create a backdoor. I will say that if you if you're doing that, you also have the USB stick for the actual bank robbery. You can actually upload that right now and not have to worry about that during the heist proper. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm doing that. All right. So yeah, the the worm that is on that USB is now in place, and you have managed to get uh, access. To to basically the manager's computer from anywhere, effectively. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wonderful. Yep. All yeah. right. So uh, it sounds like that we are moving from the uh, planning stage, from the gathering information stage to the planning stage, which means uh, it is time to choose an approach. So um, for this one, uh, there are six approaches, but I'm assuming that we're probably going to stick to either something like um, yeah, well, maybe. Uh, so, yeah, there's the six approaches. Assault, deception, stealth, occult, social, and transport. And you may choose as a group which approach you would like to take uh, to start the heist. Um, I believe we are doing a stealth, trespass unseen. Yeah. Yeah, sounds All right. like we're building up to that. All right. And then our point of infiltration is the back wall, if I'm remembering correctly. The spirit Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> the ex-spirit Halloween. Yeah. It's always a spirit Halloween once it's a spirit Halloween. (laughs) 
in spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, oh. Also, everyone should pick their loads if you have. Yes, and that. now you may choose your loads. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna go. So the to give you an idea, um, three is basically like you can move fast. Uh, you're very like non-detectable to security. Five, you can still get away with being around like law enforcement, but they're probably eventually going to realize something's up. And heavy is okay. That man is wearing combat armor. Something weird is going on. Yeah, I'll definitely go normal. Yeah, I'm probably going normal as well. I think I'm going to go light. I'm also going to go light. Do we want me to go heavy or normal? I mean, are, do you plan to be in an area where someone can see you? Do you do you do you feel like at any point you're going to try you're going to be like, "Oh no, no, I I'm actually supposed to be here." Or are you just going to punch the person who who caught you? Oh. Cuz wow, if it's the yeah. latter, just go heavy and I mean, when you say the latter out loud like that, Joey. Oh, wow. Um, you know what? Fuck it. Okay. Um, and because I've got the special ability mule, um, I have eight for heavy instead of six. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! You can carry a lot of shit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, uh, on my other character in my in the other game I'm in, uh, I always go heavy no matter what. <laughs> like, doesn't doesn't matter. I, I'm a hound. I just carry like ten guns on me at all times. <laughs> okay. All right. So everyone has chosen their low. So it is time for the uh, setting position, I believe, or what do they call it specifically? The, uh, is it the approach roll or whatever? Yeah, the approach roll. The engagement roll. Engagement roll. There we go. Uh, yeah, and I get plus one die to that because we've been okay. well. Yep. Your detail. All right. So, um, so the engagement rule basically indicates how well you guys sort of start off the heist. So you start off with one D for sheer luck, plus one D for John's uh, special ability. So is this operation particularly bold or daring, or, or is this overly complex and contingent on many factors? Mm-hmm. I'd say it's. Uh, I'd say it's, it's not bold. particularly bold. It is a little bold. Yeah. I mean, are you? I'm assuming you're doing this during the day, or are you going to do it while the bank is closed? That's oh, a good God. Why would we do it during the day? That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If anything, it's going to be busier. People are going to be like walking around. I mean, the vault's probably going to be less locked during the day. Yeah. That's yeah. True. That's and they're probably the those extra those extra locks that they mentioned probably get engaged at night. Well, if for some reason one of us has to walk through the space, if it's during the day, we can play it off. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They've already. I'm best buddies with the manager. I could walk in the front door. That's yeah, and I'm a client. Hmm. So do we want to do like a multi pronged thing then, where some of us go through the front? Yeah. Well, I think the thing is the 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 trick is we don't all have to go in through through the back. I think the like the two of us have legitimate reasons to be there so we can we can even stay stick outside on comms and wait for an opportunity oh i was thinking i could just go ask to see my stuff in the vault and just get walked in yeah that too and then we break in during that time yeah yeah and then they might like lock the vault down as a, a security measure and then i'd be stuck in there except well, i wouldn't be the only thing we have to worry about is cameras because i'm assuming they would see you then trying to open other compartments in the vault yeah well the, but we i mean someone in the fake papers room. anyway so all right so again um so we'll but we're sticking with the idea that some people are going through the back correct yeah all right I, I think broad daylight does make it bold, though. Yes, broad daylight makes it especially bold. So that is three dice. Mm-hmm. Um, does this plan's detail expose a vulnerability to the target or hit them where they're weakest? I think so. Yep. Uh, I mean, think... we I, we definitely expose the vulnerability in their computer system. Yep. 
Um, can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight for this operation? We're going to skip that one just uh, because, you know. Friends. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm going to say that we're going to roll 46 to see what the results are for this. Now, can I actually roll dice in this? No. All right. So I'm going to have to get some physical dice. <laughs> Give me one second. So just, uh, so who's going in the back and who's coming in the front? I have to open the, the back. Yeah. All right. So I think it's you and, uh, ba- basically the old man, the, the slab of beef and the, uh, and the goth are going in the back. <laughs> yes. Okay. So are we, we've dressed up December then? Yeah, I guess, I, I guess I'm wearing the outfit. So December begrudgingly, like, washes his face and ties his hair back um, and okay. uh, puts the suit on. Uh, right. And uh, <clears throat> I do not feel comfortable in this. It's okay. I meant emotionally comfortable. Oh, buck up, lad. You'll get used to it soon enough. Okay, uh, so I rolled four d6s, and you guys got a critical uh, result, which is, uh, ex- sorry? Yes, that's good. Uh, so you've already overcome the first obstacle, and you're in a controlled position for what's next. So, um, Tig... So we're, so we're through the wall? Yes, you guys are through the wall, and because of Tig's special ability, like, you have managed to do it in such a way that you realize, like, as you get closer to the bank, the, the stone that they have on the things are actually just panels that they've kind of, like, glued to the wall so you manage to lift them up so that everybody can get out and then put the slab back so there's no evidence that there's a hole in the wall okay and i'm gonna st- I, I don't know about um bulldog but i'm assuming like i'm gonna stay in the just behind that hole all right we're gonna have december go in with the the fake key pass and what about bulldog because he is heavy so he is the odd man out in this hmm. um what is the plan do i should I think I... for now, you and I get to sit and wait until our services are required. You know uh, what I mean? Like, you're you're basically fully armed, sitting behind that hole, yep. waiting for shit to hit the fan. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. That sound makes sense to everyone? Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 All right. So, yeah. Um, December, you walk in, you got that swagger on like you own the place, and then uh, you immediately feel a chill up your spine as you start walking past the garden. Can we hear this over the comms? Yes. It's just like his movements become really robotic and he just keeps walking. Yeah. Uh, you Do you have to do something special to be able to see ghosts or can you just perceive them? Oh, I can perceive them immediately. Immediately oh, I know yeah. they're around me. So literally as you walk in, uh, you see the, like, the, the garden they have set up with like the little like shrubs and little bamboo shoots and the, the halogen fake sky. And you see that there is a ghost in the middle of it, just watching everyone that sort of comes into the vault. So far, you have escaped its notice because you uh, look like you belong. But you realize that ghost probably is doing something. Like, you can definitely get the feeling that it's bound there. Okay. Uh, I got to deal with this thing then. Um... You look at my sheet. Uh, while you figure that out, um, Mr. Keebler and Mr. Octavius, how are you guys? You guys are getting into the vault um, up ahead. Um, so, Keebler, uh, you're just asking to see the contents of the safety deposit box? Oh, yes, exactly. I'm going to go in, try and find the same teller or the same manager, and uh, ask to make a, a personal withdrawal on behalf of a client. All right. Uh, yeah, they... Um, 
she says, okay, I can uh, bring you down, but uh, um, our manager's busy at the moment. I I'm, I'm hope that won't be too much of a problem. And you actually see, like, Octavius walking up to the manager's office. Ah, that's interesting. Okay, I guess in order to make sure that everything is timed correctly, I am going to stall here. Um, and I'll say, well, I would prefer to go down with the manager. I'd have some questions for him. And I'll make a big show of, like, checking my watch. I suppose I could wait for a little while. Um, <laughs> All right, uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Reed. Uh, in the meantime, Octavius, you go to see the manager. Yes. Uh, so what are you like your, so is your approach that you also want to get down to the vault or what's your plan here? Well, uh, so my thing is, is that last time we got a little sidetracked, had a little bit of fun, but I'm going to need the, um, uh, I, I want the, the, the tour, um, mm. uh, I want to see like inside the security office for instance. Ah, Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, and he's totally down to give you that. His, like, super apologetic, almost as if, like, he thinks he passed out by drinking too much in front of you and is now trying to make a good show of it. He's like, oh, Mr. Octavius, thank you so, so much for, for coming back to see me. Yes, yes, a tour, absolutely. I would love to show off the, uh, what we've managed to make our investments. And please, please follow me. Before we begin, would you like a glass of water? This is my 15th one today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off the sauce, I swear. <laughs> He's not. <laughs> and then, yeah, you see, uh, like, you... Oh, hold on one second. Oh, it looks like one of our clients actually needs to go down to make a withdrawal. This is uh, perfect timing. Um, if you'll follow me, Mr. Octavius. And, uh, yeah, so he joins up with uh, you, Keebler, and you guys are heading down into the vault. Um, I'm going to say we're going to cut back to Joey. What are you doing? All right, so... Um, which is this? Okay, it's two slots. Um, yes, I will spend my two slots. Um, so, so, John, Spear bottles are what you contain a spirit in right uh i believe so yes okay i haven't i haven't played a whisper before so um <clears throat> uh because a lightning hook is not an object that would be reasonably in a modern setting um december is going to sl slap on a pair of uh large like they look like gardening gloves um except on emblazoned on the hands are um like arcane runes like in various like interlocking circles with a uh, little little christmas tree in the middle of one and a star in the middle of the other um and he's going to walk he's going to put his hands in his pockets after he puts the gloves on and then walk nonchalantly towards the ghost all right so yeah uh, the garden is accessible. It does have like a little walkway that you can walk down as yep. you can see. Uh, but yeah, so you walk up to the ghost. And again, it seems to be paying you no mind because it just seems to assume that you're a member of security so far. Or actually, yeah, I should say it is paying you no mind so far. Uh, okay, can I use this opportunity to cra grab it with my gloves and cram it into the into the bottle? Sure, roll skirmish. All right, I'm going to push myself uh, uh, 2d6. That is a four. All right. Um, so success with a complication. Okay, so you grab this thing and you start to shove it in the spirit bottle. Uh, luckily, there's no one like on the outside walkway that's looking in because it would look very weird with you just wrestling with thin air as you're trying to shove it in the bottle. Um, but then this thing starts wailing on the astral plane. And I mean screaming. Not, again, physically, on the astral plane. And there's yelling, This wasn't part of the deal, Widget! I told you I would want, but this is... Yeah! And then it's sucked into the spirit bottle. 
All right, you I'll get the feeling that something has happened, but you're not sure what. <laughs> All right, um, I'll pocket the bottle and say, um, uh, overcome. If anything odd occurs, please tell me. Uh, there's a little bit of a complication. <laughs> All right, and then uh, I'm going to continue on my path. So All right, I, I have a computer that's hooked up remote desktop to that manager's computer, right? That's what we set up with the the clone. Yes, yes. Uh, can I access security cameras on that computer? Uh, you can. Cool. I'm going to be watching all the security cameras. Okay. Um, you take a look around. Doesn't look like anything's triggered. Like, you've got no indications that an alarm's been triggered or anything like that. On the system's end. Sorry, Mr. You said there, Megan. I said nothing on the system's end. So, like, there's no there's no alarm. There's nothing visually happening on security cameras. Yeah. Just, just keep an eye out. All right. And I will I've say, got a bad feeling. <laughs> all right. Uh, and as you guys are sort of heading up, uh, or as I'll say, December is heading in, um, you basically run into uh, Octavius and Keebler, who are coming down with the manager and a bank teller, respectively. So you guys are now all one group as you sort of make your way towards the vault. Um, as you guys sort of get there, um, the manager, like, obviously, he's in, um, goes through the security door. Like I said, man traps so one door opens, um, people come in, door closes, other one opens. Um, Joey, are you going to attempt to slip in with them, or are you just going to wait sort of outside the security area? Uh, I'll prowl in. All right, roll me a prowl. All right, I'm going to push myself again, because again, I want to prowl. Uh, Two fives. All right. So you do successfully manage to walk in with them by just sort of acting like the posse. But as you do, you kind of get a couple like weird looks from the guys in the security office. Like this is clearly not something they're supposed to do, but the manager's right there and they kind of assume you're with him. Yes. So I, I, am... I look at them and I nod as if like this is an agreed upon thing. Yes, but that is going to start a clock called Suspicions. Okay. How many segments is it? It is a, you guys are all uh, normal or light for load? Uh, light load. Uh, uh, sorry. The, the, so we have normal, light, and what are you, uh, Joey? A normal. Okay, so that's... So I'm going to say it is four segments, and you've ticked off one of them. This yeah. isn't super unusual, but at the same time, it's clearly like, oh, that's weird. Don't usually have, like, uh, the surface security guys coming through. I, okay. I, I have them look away from me by maintaining eye contact unblinkingly. Yes. All right, but yeah, you guys now make it into the actual sort of the, the area of the vault. And... Um, once again, you see the manager. Oh, uh, one second. And you see him text something. Uh, and the authorized, you actually see um, Tig on your computer. The like vault open authorization thing pops up. And somebody else clearly has gone into his office and like moves the mouse over, clicks on the authorize button, and just leaves. A plus. Yeah. <laughs> no uh, notes. Amazing security. Yeah. And as he's doing this, the uh, manager is going on about like, ah, yes, as you can see, we have a, a bottle XYZ uh, vault with time lock security. So it is extra secure at night, along with our Carol security forces for making sure, making a big show to uh, Octavius about like, you know, how cool and secure this bank is. Okay. Uh, and yeah, they, you see the guys in the security office, they like authorize on their end of the vault. <laughs> starts to swing open and uh yeah 
they gestures. Um, Olivia, would you, or not Olivia, that's going to get too complicated. Uh, Brenda, would you see to it that Mr. Richelieu is uh, able to make his withdrawal? I'm going to continue my conversation with Mr. Octavius. Wait, why Brenda, is someone like, in Olivia too complicated? Because it's Olivia and Oliver and there's too many O's already. Okay. <laughs> I was like, Just let Brenda live, okay? <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, you, I'm so, about so both Octavius and Keebler, you see the, what you assume is the cheer, at least from the description you were given, behind one of the cages in the vault. As Keebler, you are led over to a different cage that is unlocked, and you are then brought over to your safety deposit box. Oh, what does the cheer look like, exactly? Right now, you can't really tell, because it's in, like, big duffel bags, effectively. Mm. Like, the reason why you know it's the cheer is because out of all the things in the bank vault, like, huh, duffel bags, that's weird. All right, then. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to. So Octavius is going to uh, actually like comment on what? Why do these loose duffel bags in the vault? Oh, um, that's just uh, something we're holding on to for one of our clients. It's not really anything you know, that important, really. It's just a few odds and ends that uh, they just want to make sure are secure. We do go the extra mile for our clients here and our partners, uh, the manager says with like a knowing nod to you. Right, right. Um... Yes, I was just wondering because, well, you see, ev everything else is in boxes, and he he's gonna like start like commenting on like the organization system here, and like start like uh, basically be like, how do we know that someone hasn't uh, misplaced something if it's loose like this? Do we have a a tagging system like a, oh. like in an airport? Um, okay, uh, I'm gonna say this is probably gonna be because uh, you're making a sway roll because I'm assuming you're trying to get him to unlock the cage or something like that correct yeah yeah i want i want him to to tr like basic basically um like get me inside the cage so that he can show how it's still secure and like other things and like yes so make me a sway roll okay i have two dice and sway so um could i get a a, a, a bump from uh from keyboard you want to make a devil's bargain well no i, I was hoping that the oh other person keyboard, in the room uh, if you want to assist yeah. i see i see so how does that work exactly uh, uh basically you say you're assisting you and you spend one stress ah, and it gives okay. me a die yeah yeah no problem i yeah. sure can do that so keyboard how are you uh assisting in this endeavor Right. Um, hmm. So the goal is to get inside the cage by convincing the manager that the, well, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I know through my previous interactions with this guy that he's a bit of like a show off, a bit of a braggart, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm supposed to be this like big, important client that he's shown around previously. So I'm like minding my own business over at the safety deposit boxes and like pretending to eavesdrop. And on hearing this, I'm going to kind of chime in um, and uh, say, oh, you know, I was wondering about that myself. Sorry. I couldn't help it over here. I know it's none of my business, but it is pretty unorthodox to have just loose bags in a cage. You know, my other clients, they I've never seen anything quite like this. All right. So yeah. Uh, so Keebler, take one stress and uh, John, you are Octavius. You get an extra die. There we go. All right. Uh, so the manager is a little like caught off guard by this a little bit. Like he obviously wasn't expecting to get grilled and under the, the searing gaze of two very important people, He's like, oh, no, 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 I assure you, we still take every reasonable, we take every precaution necessary. As he, uh, like, reaches in, uh, pulls out, like, a, like he reaches over, uh, like, unlocks that cage, opens it up, and, uh, yeah. John, uh, or Octavius, as you kind of, like, enter the cage with him, 
you do feel this sudden like warmth like strangely emanating from the bags it's not much but it's like just enough you know to know like hey that's that's weird yeah well i mean yeah i mean like that's the thing it's like oh maybe those aren't uh properly secured oh no 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 you see, everything that's put into the vault is tagged with a specific system, and the uh, scanners in the security room are able to do it. And he shows you the tags and, like, you know, the supposedly unhackable QR codes and blah, blah, blah. And he starts going on about that. But yeah, the cage is now open. Okay, so these are uh, are are organized by, like, QR code. Yes. To be like, so... If someone put in a request to the computer to say, hey, please retrieve all items tagged with this QR code mm-hmm. for delivery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Uh, yeah. Can we just do that? Is, yeah, you have the access. There is yeah. no uh, way like, that just, be just like with the, 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 the photo, just like while he's like gesticulating and like uh like maybe answering a question from from killer just like snap a picture of that QR code and send yeah. it to the group uh, all right this is I'm gonna say that you are gonna need to make a prowl check but uh, to snap the photo without him seeing all right not great at that uh um sorry I forget what your your character's name is again Joey uh, uh December marigold yeah so Dece- December's in here too right yeah, yeah. Yeah, so could, could December give me a hand this time? Sure. Do you prowl? Or, or, or if someone else has better prowl than me? more than I have one? one prowl, yeah, so I can do it. Sure. You I aid, will... How about you aid me? Sure, I will aid you, and I, it doesn't cost me stress because uh, because I have foresight, and I prepared for this by... It's okay, uh, I got a six. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Um, well, John, how, do you, how did you prepare for this beforehand? Yeah, well, uh, clearly, because I knew I was going to be dealing with this guy a- again, um, I uh, looked him up on Facebook to find out what sports he's into. Ooh. Uh, oh, how about and, those Mets? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what about the Mets? At which point, the manager immediately transforms into a man from New Jersey. Goes, oh, it's all about the Mets, baby. All about the Mets. Let's go, baby. Home run, baby. Let's go. It all runs. run. But yes, um, you are able to keep him sufficiently distracted uh, that December is able to start taking photographs of the uh, bags without him noticing. Uh, yep. Tig, something catches your eye on the system. It's Tick, by the way. Tick, sorry, my bad. I, I thought Tick. Tig Welder, but yes. But Tick, oh, but no, something, catch, something catches your eye on the system. Uh, as you suddenly see on the upstairs, like on the thing, um, somebody is walking into the bank and people seem to be giving them a very wide berth. And you see why. Santa? No, it is four heavily armed, what look like guards and a short guy in a suit that seem to be making a beeline from the front entrance directly toward the vault entrance. man in the suit. Yeah. Sorry? Is he quite chubby? No. He's got weird angular ears, though. Oh. And they seem to be making a beeline for the vault. You've only got about half of the QR codes. What do you got? Uh, what do you guys do? Um, so I let everyone know, obviously. All right. Uh, I can't say anything because I'm taking pictures of QR codes, so... Do that okay. fast. Could we maybe get our cutter to make a distraction up above? Mm. What's that? You. Oh, what about yeah. me? Go, go distract them. Yeah. Uh, when you say distract, you mean like distract, distract. I don't know your job. Fucking rot you down. And I'm gonna just get up and I'm gonna go into my bag and I'm gonna take out my large weapon, which is a wooden baseball bat wrapped in barbed wire. And uh, Love it. question for, for the season can it also be wrapped in tinsel? Uh, uh. Um, yeah, I'm going to say the that barbed wire is red and green. 
Yeah. I'm going to say that somebody, I'm not going to say who just yet, helped Bulldog decorate it. So, okay. yeah. And so as a result, uh, yeah, I'm going to make a beeline towards these four armed guys with the um, little man with the odd ears leading them. Yeah. Uh, so are you just going up... Um through the, the vault entrance, or are you running back around to the front of the bank and uh, basically popping in through the front? Um, you know what? <laughs> um, let me think. Uh, going in through the front, then they'd be able to call the police. That might be bad. Um, if I went in... Well, through, hmm? if you go in, so to remind you, uh, if you go in through the, like, the entrance that you guys are at by the vault, you either have to go through... Um, like the bank teller's area or the lunchroom. All right, I'm going to go in through the lunchroom then. All right, uh, do you want to try and be stealthy or do you want to try and just, are you just trying to make a beeline there? Um, I'm going to make a beeline there, only stopping to open up the fridge and see what's inside. Okay, um, so I will say that you don't have that, um, you either, like, if you don't want to roll for this, that's fine, but the suspicions meter is going to tick up. That's totally fine. As a man with a baseball just walks out of the vault, goes into the fridge, clearly Clearly sees someone's thermos marked with their name and opens it up, takes a drink, and then leaves. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. All right. There's nothing criminal about this until right now. Right. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am officially breaking bad with the act of stealing this thermos. <laughs> so, um, yeah, then I'm going to continue on my way towards the soldiers. All right. So, yeah, you see basically what Tick saw on the camera. Uh, so, uh, 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 a little person with, or you'd assume a little person with a suit on with the weird angular ears and behind them are what you'd assume you see the carol's patch on the shoulder but these look even more heavily armored than the ones that were seen in the vault they are wearing what looks like high-tech ceramic armor they are openly wielding like assault rifles and uh you see four of them um only one of them seems to have like a helmet on the other two are a woman with red hair and uh, two men, one with like short cut brown hair and the other with short cut blonde hair. And okay. uh, as they see you approach, um, they do like, you know, they like they stop, they point their guns at you. And then the, 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 the man leading them in the suit says, Settle down, boys. I'm sure we're all reasonable people here. Why don't we uh, take this conversation somewhere a little more private, uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Uh, very nice. I love the name. Now, if you'd please follow us into the stairwell where we're not ruining these people's fine day. And yeah, I'm going to do what he says for now. Okay. How many QR codes do we have now? Like you've how long? Got, do we... You've got seven. You need a, a, just a bit more time. Okay. So you are taken into the stairwell um, again with the three guards, with the four guards, like, you know, they don't have their rifles pointed at you, but they are very clearly, like, finger on the trigger, ready to aim, necessarily. Okay. Uh, so as you're sort of sitting in the stairwell, um, the man in the suit stands a couple steps above you so that you're basically seeing an eye level. The first time, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, and he says, Now, Mr. Uh, I have reason to believe that you've been hired by the uh, fat man to take what he thinks is rightfully his. Don't know nothing about my employer. Hmm, of course, of course. Mr. Uh, have you considered that maybe you're playing for the wrong side? That maybe there's more to this than just what you've been told? 
and that maybe for a man of enterprise such as yourself, there might be room for this for uh someone of your. He looks at the bat skill set. And yeah, I'm just going to stare at him with unblinking eye contact, as if you know. Basically, I'm not all right. Uh, roll me a command check. Um, I'm basically I'm not telling him to stop. Basically, like I'm not interfering with what he's saying. Just basically, yeah, he's allowed to continue his monologue if he wants to. All right, uh, but I am still going to need you to make a command check. Sure, sounds good. That's a sec. Okay, I've got two in command, so we'll see what happens here. That is a two and a one. Okay. Uh, so you are going to take a consequence of this. Oh boy. As basically, despite the fact that you've been paid for this job, he starts making a really good case. Like, now you might assume that I'm taking this cheer for some sort of nefarious purposes, but I assure you, it's more of an investment. You see, the fat man doesn't really understand the power that he's working with here. And why, with this stuff at your disposal, there's so much more you could do, but he keeps it all to himself because of the kids. Truly, there's better ways to use this, ways that could benefit everyone, no? Um, Can I just as... Bulldog still thinks this is cocaine. Uh... <laughs> um, actually, I'm gonna say that as this conversation's going on and he brings out the kids, that's when Bulldog's grip on his bat goes white knuckle. Does, right. What does Bulldog think about the kids? About giving coke to kids. <laughs> yeah, about giving coke to kids. Um, yeah, again, yeah. he's not saying anything, but a vein begins to stand out on the side of his temple. So seeing this, uh, he goes, Oh, I didn't tell you! Of course, of course. Well then, how about you just experience it for yourself? And he reaches into his pocket <laughs> and he pulls out, like, a little, what you would think would be an eight ball, but it's glowing. It's like oh, it's super cocaine. <laughs> so, yeah, I just suspiciously hold one hand out. He drops it into your hand, and okay. the minute it touches your skin, you are suddenly overcome with a memory. It's a warm memory. Maybe one you've thought of often, maybe one that you haven't thought of in a long time, but you remember it in the most vivid quality you've ever had. Dreams could, don't even compare to this. What is that memory? Um, I'm gonna say, uh, it's him. Do it in the voice. Yeah. <laughs> hey, sorry. You have to you have to recount the dream in the in the character voice. Okay. So I suppose that for this it will be something like I'm at home with uh, you know, me and my older brothers and stuff, and uh, you know, the first time Dad's been able to get a shift off from the from the coal mines, and he's coming in and he's you know sitting down with everybody, and the first time we can have like an actual family meal and all that. No one's shouting or fighting more than usual anyway, and uh, there's a a little bit when uh, me mum, you know, slips me uh, a little bit of extra Christmas cheer, you might say, you know, a little extra something in the eggnog. Uh, it's a boy growing oh, and all that. The, the best, the best feeling of my 60-year-old time. <laughs> get, get the spiked eggnog for mom. Yeah. And, oh, and like, so yeah, memory okay. fades, and uh, yeah, a my face is completely impassive, but a single tear is trickling down my cheek. And with that, he sort of very gingerly, the the man very gingerly, sort of removes the baggie from your hand and goes, "Now you see what we're dealing with." And uh, you are going to take uh, a one to go, uh, a first level harm. Okay. That is um okay. Uh, basically, you are enthralled by. A widget. As suddenly, like, what he starts to say makes a bit more sense now that you know it's not just cocaine. Oh. And you start to think that maybe, yeah, if, if Santa Claus is 
recording this stuff. Maybe it, it does need to be redistributed somehow. Um, then I realize that there is a tear on my cheek, and I just flex hard, and the tear just shoots back up into my eye. Now, mister, now, mister, uh, understand that I don't want bloodshed here. I'm a reasonable man. We're all reasonable men here. Uh, I should say reasonable people, and he sort of gives a, a glance to the, uh, the fee, uh, to the woman, uh, mercenary. But I do know that there's someone in here that affected a good friend of mine. They took them away. I heard their screams. I need you to tell me where these people are, because they must be working for the fat man. I'm assuming you are too. And we need to stop them before they give all that. Then he points back to the baggie in his hand, to him, to Horde. Okay, how many QR codes do we have now? Uh, you have got the QR codes. Okay, sorry, you can finish your scene. Yeah. Would you give me a chance to speak with him on private lot and see if uh, maybe we can come to an agreement? Of course, my friends. Lead the way. Um, so would I know where you guys are right now? Everyone's uh, yeah, to some extent. Yeah, you know they would be in the vault area. Hey, so I guess I'm gonna head in the direction of the vault area as I'm um, a little enthralled and confused right now. All right. Um, so, all right. Yeah. Sorry, Tick. Yeah. No. So, with the QR codes, can we essentially put in a request for the items to be withdrawn? Uh, you can. Yes. Is there like specifications about like? Who can pick it up, or where it gets dropped off, or what happens? Like, can I just you be like? And uh, you can say that it? you had a. You can use a flashback to establish that you set something up like this, if you'd like. Uh, I will say that uh, as you are I'm filling. I'm asking, like, from a, a like a, a interface perspective, like if you're activating a withdrawal what what field needs to be populated is i guess what i'm asking yeah uh so i will say that when you activate the withdrawal like from your little hidey hole in the um the the stone in like the hole you actually hear on the other side a cell phone go off and um bulldog you see that um widget goes in picks up the cell phone looks at it and says it appears that your friends are work quickly I appreciate that in a crew, uh, or at least in this case, a job. Uh, now, please, if you may, I will need to speak with them about this uh, withdrawal they've just asked for. And yeah, like this, like, Bulldog's pretty torn because he's always been, like, you know, a loyal guy to crews that he's worked with, but clearly this is something bigger than what he understands is going on. And yeah, because he's never been faced with supernatural stuff before, he, uh, yeah, he's not too sure about the situation so let me uh he's also just not in his right mind right now right yeah yeah that's another thing um yeah you're on the cheer man yeah, yeah like you're just like there there is an amount of going with the flow because you're a little high yeah so but maybe uh mm, you know what that, that seems uh seems like a not, a not a bad idea and so yeah i'm gonna hand him the phone uh and like um you know like oh, sorry it was his phone that went off oh my bad okay yeah and maybe uh we can all uh chat and uh get this all figured out uh all quick like. yeah all right so you uh so december you have just finished scanning all of the qr codes um when all of a sudden um whoever who's probably probably actually um Keebler, you see this. Uh, you suddenly see, like, the security, like, a bunch of flurry of activity up in the security office, and then all of it suddenly stops. Hmm. And you can see through the the shatterproof glass of the security office, you see Bulldog along with the mercenaries and the man in the suit. And uh, you very clearly see the, um, the guys in the security offices 
like they look at the mercenaries and they like salute. Oh, oh! I'm gonna nudge um, the other two in the vault here subtly. Um, just uh. <clears throat> Yeah, and with that subtleness, you guys also see the um, the activity going on. Mm. Uh oh, you know what? Um, do I detect a supernatural creature? You do. All that right. is a fucking elf. I knew it. I knew it. All right, elf, uh, classic elf trickery. Um, all right, I am going to prepare something. All right. Um, one, two, three, and I have so I have two left. Uh, okay. Um. <clears throat> Uh, uh all right um, yeah as so, you're so, oh sorry go yeah ahead. i'll just so so sorry um december is reaching starts reaching into his pocket and like he's like now rubbing his hands together he seems to be assembling something he's like kind of h- hunched over mm-hmm. um and yeah uh I'll, I'll go go ahead all right uh so uh, basically you see the man in the suit go over to a uh, wall where there's an intercom that up until now has kind of just sort of been beneath your guys' notice. Um, and, like, he originally, like, reaches up to try and hit the button before he looks over, takes a chair from the customer waiting area, steps up onto it, and then steps on the intercom. And the intercom on your guys' side of the vault, i.e. past the security room, um, crackles over. He says, I have to say, Mr. Beauregard, this is some pretty more managing if you've managed to let a bunch of thieves into the vault so easily. And uh, at this, the manager just starts, like, what, 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 no, these are, these are customers, and, and, and like, but then just kind of slowly pipes down as he realizes he's in a lot of trouble. Uh, hmm. well, you see, the, the problem with that, that, uh, that implication <laughs> is, um, I have a fine cover identity with proper, like, mm. uh, with all, with all the proper papers saying that I am exactly who I say I am. All right. It's in my gear list. <laughs> so look aghast. Yeah, I, yeah, no, I will look aghast, uh, I will look at gas specifically at the security. Oh, oh at me? <laughs> not, not you specifically, but at like oh. the, the armored security. Oh, you know what? Um, uh, it, uh, December's gonna pipe up, but isn't that uh, what's your what's your cover identity, John? Um, hmm, that's a good question. Hold on. Uh, I'm making up. I'm making up a name. Your name. Yes. Your your guy's name is Gabriel Constant. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. But isn't that Gabriel Constant, the famous millionaire juggler? Sway <laughs> <laughs> roll from somebody. <laughs> no, it's it's he has the cover identity. I'm aiding him. Okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. I guess I'll, I'll do that. Oh. Well then. I suppose that then just limits our list of suspects to. And he kind of looks between the two of December and uh, Keebler. Uh, Keebler is going to look shocked at the bank teller who's also come down into the vault. Oh, shit, she's the, the, the three. <laughs> Brenda! <laughs> <laughs> yes, Wait a no, second. No. Brenda! <laughs> when was the last time you had a background check on this employee? <laughs> Yeah, no, no one will throw Brenda under, under the bus. <laughs> Everyone throw Brenda under the bus immediately. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, if you guys are going to try that, I am going to need a sway roll. Okay. Uh, I've got two. Uh, oh, great. I can aid because I have one. All right. Maybe there should be a bonus because it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Four is not bad. Four, four, four is not four bad. Is still a success. Yes, it's still a success. So he has not immediately cottoned on that uh, Keebler and um, 
Keebler and December are working with each other. Uh, however, he does say, well, that's fine. I'll have an opportunity to chat with you while we wait for the police and they can come and sort out this matter. But in the meantime, to the uh, unknown, and as he says this, like the people in the security offices go over and they hit buttons and you see the man trap and the security just lock. So the doors are no longer just openable. You guys are mm. sealed in the vault area. Mm-hmm. You guys are sealed in the vault. Now then, do the criminals that are in the vault area, Mr. Constant and Mr. Beauregard, notwithstanding, I would like to offer you something of an idea. Or, let's say a deal, because after all, I'm a reasonable man, and I'd hate for something to happen to other reasonable men in my presence, uh, at which point one of the mercenaries, the uh, the woman with the red hair, is going to point a gun at the back of Bulldog. Oh, sure. Oh. Um, I thought she was going to point it at him for saying men again. <laughs> she's pissed. She's tired of this. <laughs> she's gonna Toxic fucking work environment. Way out of this. No. So, yeah. So he will catch himself again. And be like, oh, sorry. A people. We are reasonable. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm evil, but I'm also woke. <laughs> so, um, Wait, can you put the map back up of the vault, please? Oh yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's see. Where where are we exactly? So, yeah. Get my head so, around. Right now, um. You guys are kind of, this is not to scale. So you guys are currently in uh, sort of, uh, or I should say Bulldog and the Mercenaries are kind of in this area that I'm highlighting. Uh, and Keebler, Octavius, and December are in kind of like this area right here. And we can see everybody through like bulletproof windows. Is that, yes. Is that right? Where's my hidey hole? Your hidey hole is somewhere off screen here. On that side, though. Yes. I've got a question. So they've got a gun pointed at me. Yes. Okay. Um. And do I register this even through my eye on cheer state? Fugue state. Yeah. You're 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 starting to sort of like, hey, wait a minute. This isn't part. This isn't uh, good times. This isn't good times at all. <laughs> However, you do now have a gun pointed at you. So you know. Keep in mind that that might be a consequence of an action. Yeah. Yeah. But but you also have have heavy armor you, you have you have eight spots slots oh, to, yeah. to, to to use yeah so if you need armor you could just say i'm i was wearing armor the whole time oh. and then mark it off i think it's two mm. two, yeah, it's two for regular armor and then three for heavy another three for okay. to make that armor heavy so, so uh widget for so sorry as you guys are discussing this i'll just say widget is attempting to make you guys a deal where join up with him and his men won't kill you basically yeah. Or at the very least, you know, the the police will we won't hand you over to the police. But obviously, you know, try something and bullets will start flying. So mm. while he's doing this, he's also making what can only be described as the most libertarian speech about the application of Christmas gear, like how it could be used to trigger nostalgia so that we could perfectly re re recreate like homestyle cooking recipes so that we can sell them like wholesale on the markets. And horrifying. Christmas cheer should be evenly distributed amongst those who can afford it. <laughs> I'm not saying that we shouldn't distribute it, but I'm not saying why can't we make money in the process? Each divided equally based on the amount of means that they have. I mean, not the, not their needs, but their means. You um, know, that old chestnut. So I've got a question, Harry, because I'm brand yes. new to this system. If I yeah. were to try to start combat with these guys, despite wearing heavy armor, what, like... Just roll skirmish. Yeah, so basically, if you want, like... So the reason why I said they're pointing a gun at you is to basically, like, highlight that, hey, if you try to do something, like an action that they disapprove of, 
they will shoot you. Okay. They will harm you. They will harm you. But there's nothing stopping you from just saying, I'm going to roll skirmish and fuck somebody day up. You know what? Um, They've got the gun out. They tried to drug me. They're talking about using this for profit or whatever. And mm-hmm. Lee, I just say, who the fuck do you think I am? You think I'm fucking scared of you? I look like a man that they fucking trifled with. And I'm going to roll skirmish. All right. Skirmish away. Okay. So. If this fails and you get shot in the head, that's going to be a pretty scene. That doesn't happen <laughs> in movies. That would be cinematic. This is going to be 2D6. I'm just picturing, you know who I fucking am, boop. Hey, that is two fours from me. All right, so that is a success with a consequence. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say that you are actually quick enough on the draw yeah. that you're able to like snatch the like snatch the gun away that's being pointed at you yep. and just absolutely clock uh the the mercenary that's holding you mm. uh hostage. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, the other ones are going to get a shot off on you. Okay, I'm wearing heavy armor. That's okay. All right. So the way that this works is originally you would take. Um, a level two harm, which is uh, like, you know, shot in the shoulder. Um, but you can check off one box of armor to reduce it to a one harm roll. Okay. And you can check off the second box in order to just negate it entirely. Okay. Well, then you're done for armor. Yes. Right. Um, I will check off the second box of heavy armor then. All right. So you are negating it entirely. Yeah. So, uh, like, like they clearly were not expecting you to go so hard so fast. So they're a little like slow on the draw. Um, like you managed to clock the one mercenary with the the baseball bat. And the one with the helmet tries to raise up his rifle and is trying to shoot you in the head, but he pulls the trigger just a fraction too early. And instead of hitting you in your unprotected shoulder, you feel the bullet hit you directly in the body armor that you're wearing under your clothes, Mm -hmm. and it stops the bullet dead. Cool, okay. It's like I got sucker punched in the stomach, something fierce, but okay. All right, but yeah, uh, a gunfight is now going to break out. Cool. What Um, is everybody else doing? I have an idea. Um, When I look at the systems, because with these vault systems, um, if there was a fire, they can't- I was gonna say, can we simulate a fire? (laughs) I have smoke bombs. All right. Uh, I'm gonna say to set off the fire alarms, that's gonna be a tinker check. And then if you want to use the smoke bombs, that is, uh, you use one of your bandoliers. Yeah, no, but I'm asking you first, because I have access to, like, their whole system. Will that open the vault if the fire alarm goes off? It won't open the... uh, Yes, it'll open the security doors. Okay, great. I'm going to tell you guys to, as soon as those doors open, and hopefully there's enough distraction, grab the bags and run. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, I'll grab the bags. Wait, how many how many are there? Uh there's about ten. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I'll grab two. Yeah. I, I I will say that everyone can reasonably grab two just by with their bare hands. You can also grab four, but I am going to count that as like you are encumbered. So you're gonna move a bit slower. Okay, I'll grab four. Uh, I'll also grab four. All right. Okay, now I actually have to make the roll. Yes. Wait, no, now, I'm moving my bandolier. Well, the bandolier is for the smoke bombs. You need to roll Tinker to set off the fire alarms through the computers. I was just, the smoke bomb doesn't set off the fire alarm? I, I think it's like, how well did you set up the smoke bomb, right? Yes. Okay. Like, what cover, kind of coverage are we getting to make sure it was on the sensor? Five. All right, so... Uh, a five is success with consequence. All right, so yeah, you throw, so you pop out of your hidey hole, you throw the smoke bombs into the security area, and in a moment, there's a whoosh, and it, the entire area is just filled with smoke, which does set off the fire alarms uh, and causes the security doors to unlock from their override. Uh, unfortunately, traumatic sprinklers also just yes. Thank you. Uh, however. 
the smoke is so thick that it is extremely difficult to see where the hell you're going. Well, it's not my problem. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Uh, As for you guys, um, you guys grab the bags and you run up. There's still a couple guys in the security rooms. And, like, they were getting ready to go join the firefight that's happening in the lobby. And then they kind of see you guys coming up. Uh, What do you guys do? Uh, I turn invisible. Ah! I turn into a ghost. Um, all right, uh, I'm going to use one of my abilities that requires me to push myself, so I take two stress. All right. Oh, I also take two stress by doing this. Yes. And then I believe you also get, um, you can take extra stress to do, like, extra modifiers. Yes, I am actually. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, like, kind of blow it here. So I take two stress to shift, uh, into the ghost field. I take an additional stress to, um, make it last longer, so a few minutes. And then I take, an ad- well, I don't necessarily necessarily need to be invisible no i don't need to be (laughs) yeah i mean i'm they're already gonna see the other like two people bringing out bags so it doesn't really matter um um so uh, i have a question sorry um so we're leaving the main vault area right now right that is correct yes um no, no, I can't do that. That wouldn't make any sense. All right. <clears throat> anyway, uh, sorry. Don't, don't worry about it. I'll just I'll use my ability once Jonathan's done his thing. Oh, yeah. Jonathan just does his thing. So the oh. guards no longer really have purchase on him as they, like, look away, look back, and suddenly there's just the two of you. Like, what the shit? Oh, okay. So now I'll use my ability. Um... <clears throat> Uh, <laughs> December's eyes like go completely white as his, as his eyes roll back into his, uh, roll back upward to do his head. And then he, uh, and then he, in like a low rumble, I call upon the winds of time. And he like puts both of his hands up and a spiritual wind blows. Uh, and I use my tempest ability, which allows me to summon a storm in my immediate vicinity. What the hell? Roaring <laughs> winds push them up against the wall. <laughs> Chaos. <laughs> so yeah, like <clears throat> the guards are in the security, like in the the two security rooms, or like trying to get their gear together, and then all of a sudden they're hit by what is effectively like uh like an F one windstorm in a space that's about the size of an office cubicle. <laughs> you know what happens to the guards around. get hit by a tornado? Same thing <laughs> as everything else. <laughs> they're like getting thrown up against walls. Uh. Just like, yeah, so the guards are dealt with, uh, but you do still need to cross the, the smoke man's land. Mm-hmm. All right. As um, we'll toss it. Uh, Octavius, is there anything that you Wait, 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 wait. So, I, sorry, I have a question before yes. that. So what are, do we have to head past Bulldog essentially to get through? Yes. So okay, Bulldog well then I know is... where I'm going because I know where the elf is. Oh, <laughs> okay. smart. I'll follow you. Yeah. <laughs> follow me. <laughs> All right, uh, Octavius. Is there anything that you're going to do other than just follow, uh, follow the now very clearly spooky man? Yeah, I mean, at this point, I, I, I feel like I, I'm so well established as this character. I'm, I should be like this. I feel like the, your bank is having some issues right now. Uh, perhaps I'll come back for my tour another day and just like walk. You have to take one of the bags. You have to take two bags. <laughs> Mm. Otherwise, we're leaving bags. Mm. <laughs> Quick, let me juggle these bags as a no <laughs> juggler. <laughs> 
I think the jig is up, John. I think you like. I don't know if there's any. I don't know yeah, if your you... covering entity is helpful at this point. Is it? No, no, no. I, I have it. I, I do have it. I will say, as someone who is interested in the long-term stability of this bank, as someone who wants to own a stake in it, let me take these bags and bring them somewhere <laughs> safe. <laughs> yeah, the manager is just. Yeah. Too... Okay. Yeah. The the manager Fuck. is like you're talking to a manager who is so like out of his depth right now. You don't even think he's perceiving reality. Like this guy is gonna come out of a stupor two hours later, being questioned by the cops, talking about like smoke and storms and terrible reckonings. I'm I'm also gonna post some funny Facebook statuses for him. Because <laughs> try, try to reconnect him with his ex-wife, who he's, he's estranged from. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, no. I, so I'm just gonna grab those two bags and and and. and and start running. Linda, I'm having a really hard time right now, please. Okay. I know, I know you still love me. <laughs> okay, uh, so as you guys, you guys need to make your way, you make your way uh, through the, the security man traps. Bulldog, yep. the air is filled with smoke and you can't see anything. Uh, but you hear shouting from the other mercenaries that are like, where are the targets? So if I hear them, that's all I need. I'm gonna, yeah, roll skirmish again. All right. So let's... Oh, baby, that is a six. All right, did you roll another six? No, or it's a six and a four. Just one, all right. Okay, uh, like, finish, like, British football Batman, yep. you proceed to stalk towards the side of one of them and just wham again with another crack of the baseball bat, and the guy just goes down. Mm -hmm. There are now two mercenaries and Widget still uh, hanging out in the fog or in the smoke. But uh, yeah, as like Widget is panicking, like, fight, kill them, you idiots! What do I pay you for? No, now you're the silent, like, Batman death in the smoke. Yeah. One by one. Oh yeah. As you, you yeah, you it. hear the uh you hear like the security doors open and you hear uh you hear two sets of footprints sort of like coming up behind you. Okay. And one of them I'm carrying you. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> okay. Um but yeah, you so now you guys have to navigate the smoke a little bit because there's still, you know, like can see where you can see because December can see where he's going. But that doesn't mean that you might run into problems just following, you know, directly onto the L. Uh, <clears throat> and the, the mercenaries definitely aren't supernatural. And there's only supernatural past the elf. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to follow the wall then. Like, right. I know which direction to inch forward, but I'm going to try to follow the wall if I can. All right. Um, this actually sounds like a great time for a, uh, prowl. Lead a group action. Oh, okay. Yes, I am I will lead this prowl. All right. Great. So, uh, December, uh, Keebler, and... And uh, Octavius, every one of you rolls Prowl, and then we take the uh, highest action, uh, the highest outcome of that. I got a six. Okay, do I? Do we even need to roll? No, nope, you're good. <laughs> All right. Uh. So following uh, the wall, you are able to make it back to the stairwell, which sort of is a bit outside of the uh, thing. And you can start feeding the bags to Tick, who can then start cramming them away. Uh, Bulldog, you are still in the smoke. There are two there are two mercenaries. You only hear the voice of one of them and Widget. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, the one who's talking is giving away his position, and I'm going to take advantage of that. All right. Okay. That is my highest die for that is a two. Ooh. Okay. So you attempt to once again give him the old uh the sneaky goodbye. Right. But he is just quick enough as you like accidentally nestle, uh, 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 like you like. Unfortunately, you're wearing sneaks, and just as you're sneaking up on him, you get that squeak oh. from the uh, the hard floor, 
and he's able to whip around. He doesn't get a shot off on you, you're too close, but he is able to suddenly, like, grapple you, and he starts yelling, I got him! I got him! Okay, so now what? Uh, so now you are stuck in a skirmish. So the others are able to maybe come back and assist you. Mm. Uh, otherwise, your consequence is basically that you are being tied up at the moment. Okay. Uh, trying to fight this guy off. Yeah, I mean... A little bit of assistance would be appreciated. And you guys do hear that. Okay, well, I, I can use my, my my give a free assistance thing again. Hmm. Uh, so how did you prepare for this eventuality, John? All right, so uh, what exactly is your plan of action here, Chris? Um, like... Basically, my understanding is that these mercenaries are still a threat. My job right now is to keep them up as much as I can or hold them off until all of you guys are able to get what you need and get out. All right. Um, so how, what I uh, prepared for this is that uh, when we were all checking gear, I packed an extra uh, uh, spare weapon in, in, into uh, Bulldog's uh, gear bag, mm. uh, which he w can, can find and pull out and uh he pulls out a large inflatable christmas tree okay that they weren't prepared for <laughs> um no i as opposed to the christmas tree they would have been prepared for. right well you can't fit a, an uninflatable christmas tree in a bag joey uh, how mm, okay so you get uh so chris you get a plus one uh die to your skirmish roll that yeah, and you now have to inc incorporate a large inflatable Christmas tree into the into the yeah. description of the action. Hold up, hold up. Yes, John has a uh, a special action that allows him to do. Question: this. Is that what weapons do for your skirmish rolls? No, no. My uh, your weapons narratively like change how the uh, I believe it's just that they they change like what um like what narratively, narratively what you, you can, can do. Okay. Like you can't shoot someone if you didn't bring a gun in your load, basically. Yeah, now you have all the powers of someone who's holding a playable Christmas tree. Okay, um... How can I use this to fight someone? If I may offer a suggestion, um... Please uh, make the roll first, and then I can give an idea of how you managed to utilize. Is this now three d six instead of two two d six? Yes. Yes. That is a six. All right. So you're scrambling with this mercenary. You're trying to like get at something, and you're like reach back to try and find something, and you pull out this very tightly packed like vinyl thing with a cord on it, and you think, what the hell? And you just put it on, like you shove it up against the mercenary's chest and pull the cord. And the inflatable Christmas tree, inflating with over 900 PSI of air at once, launches this man across the room through the plate glass window of the garden, and he just goes down hard. Really, you can see why it was a failure as a commercial product. Yes. Failure. <laughs> Very unsafe for children. No, it ain't a failure. I'm bringing this to all the rods next time. <laughs> Oh no, it's the banned Christmas tree that they make in fucking, I don't know, what's the most dangerous place in the world, Australia. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, back to the other guys. You are shoveling the bags to the hidey hole, when all of a sudden, one of the mercenaries, the last mercenary, the one with the helmet on, comes stumbling out of the smoke and sees you guys. What do you do? Kill him. <laughs> but how? Oh, um, I'm going to attune. Okay. Um... That's the only thing I have two dice in, so I don't need to stress myself out. Uh, highest is a three. I throw the vial that has the ghost at him. Okay, uh, so you throw the vial. It shatters. The ghost rises up uh, and then immediately goes, Widget, I'll kill you! And
and then immediately does nothing to the mercenary in front of him as it flies off. But but does it? But does the? Come on! It must! It must! Oh, it, you you hear the elf fucking like what? No! No! Ah! And something horrifying happens in the smoke. Cool. Okay. Well, that didn't do anything. That's funny. Okay. Um, did I cut him with the broken glass at least? Uh, let's. You, you, like, you hit him in the face with the glass bottle, but he is wearing a helmet, so it does, like... Ah, shit, alright. Yeah. But So it, like, it distracts him a little bit, but he's still starting to line up the shot. That's funny. Okay, I, I can do something here. Um, I'm still invisible, so... Yep. <laughs> um, oh, fuck, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, um, so I'm gonna, uh, just, like, hmm, what is the best way to do this? Oh, yeah, haha, <laughs> I still have some items that I haven't used for my, like, um, you Hello. know, hammer space. Uh, one of those is, hey, it's a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Oh, so, yeah, I don't know. This is, this is great. One of my items is a pistol. The next one down is a second pistol. Uh, anyways, um, sometimes I'm you gotta shoot twice. I'm invisible, so I'm gonna just like get behind this guy and draw my gun and then put it against the back of his neck and tell him to freeze. All right. Um, this is going to be a command check. Is the oh, thing. I see. Okay. Um, hmm. Well, I don't have any dice in command could just shoot him at which point it would be a hunt action i also can't do that you know what <laughs> yeah i oh ha huh, i have finesse can i just take his gun from him uh yeah sure that make the roll okay <laughs> Two, two dice in finesse. Do you want a devil's bargain? Uh, what does that do? Uh, so a consequence happens regardless of how well you roll, but you get an extra die. Oh. Uh, nah. What's the, what's the bar Oh, no, you can't. Well, can't wait. Can you hear the bargain and then take it or not? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You can't. Oh. Yeah, you oh, can really? hear the consequence first. Like, it's not like I'm oh. ha -ha, fighting you. We, we, we as a table can just collaboratively discuss what the consequence might be. I can also take a stress to use an extra die, right? Yes. Two, uh, two, two stress. stress. Oh, two two stress. stress, sorry. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, let's, let's hear this bargain. What you got for me? All right. So I will say that um, regardless of what you roll, um, the gun, like in the struggle to get it out of his hands, the gun goes off and basically- Someone in the scene will randomly get shot. Yes. I see. Oof, that's rough. Um, I mean, and I'm, there are more of us than there are of them, so. Yes, exactly. I'm just going to take the two stress uh, and, uh, and grab another die. You take both, then you'd, have, then you'd have two extra dice. Yeah, and if somebody yeah. has uh, a Devil's Bargain idea, they can just shout it out. Again, this is not limited to the GM, as Joey mentioned. I, I like the idea of someone randomly getting shot. I, uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to take that risk. That someone could right. be me. Um, okay. So I'm just going to roll with, uh, 3d6, unless someone wants to help. Uh, uh I don't think uh, I I've can. got stress that I can. Yeah. I, I want to hold on to mine in case I need to use magic again. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I help? Yeah, if you, if you want to spend a stress, you could help. Uh, Absolutely. So the checks. Stress. Where is okay? That's another thing. I don't think I've spent any stress yep. yet. Yeah, if you oh, haven't, okay. um, yeah, I'll spend some stress and I'll help you out. It is help <laughs> that you've been high most of the time that this has been going oh, on. Yeah, like <laughs> that helps for some of the best fights I've ever had. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah. So I think that means you roll with four dice now, Jonathan. All right. That's that's nice. Thanks, everybody. Uh, all right. Highest is a five. All right. So a five is um, a serious uh, reduced effect or serious complication or you suffer harm. Uh, mm. I'm going to say that you do manage to disarm him, um, but he does like, like immediately realizes that something's going on and kind of in like a wild thing, just kind of like throws a punch at the semi-permeable man in front of him, uh, which does manage to hit you like square in the jaw. Ouch. 
So you are going to take a level two harm, uh, dazed. Okay. Or you could resist it. Yes. Oh, how does that work? Uh, so you would be rolling, uh, so how many of the, like, first dots do you have in, uh, prowess? Uh, three. Uh, so you would roll 3d6 and take whatever is the highest and reduce that, uh, and then subtract that from six stress and then take that much stress. Oh, damn. Um, my stress meter is pretty much already full, so... Uh, like, I only have two stress left. Um, I mean, you can still do it. You just need to make sure you roll a four or higher. I know, I know. Um, I'll just take the, the level two harm. Days. Okay. That's okay. I'm still invisible, and now I have a gun. Yeah. So, he, the guy's unarmed now, but uh, now he's kind of focused on you and getting his gun back. Uh, so, yeah, he's going to attempt. So, he's starting to, like, get back into the fray. It's obviously a little hard, but you're not moving as fast in your incorporeal form as you used to because you just got clocked in the head so he's able to keep better tabs on you okay and it looks like he's sizing you up trying to figure out how to like get his gun back Mm -hmm. and uh yeah at this point oh sorry go ahead i have a a blowgun and darts i would like to sedate this man all right uh roll (laughs) me a uh a hunt check well that's not gonna be very good what do i do if i have no skill uh, so you can push yourself. So you take two stress to add an extra die. Okay. Uh, and then you may uh, accept a devil's bargain. And you may also get uh, 1D if someone helps you. Uh, well, I'll spend the stress because I haven't used any yet. All right. Uh, trying to think. There's not really any bargains I can think of. And Not really. Um, yeah, uh, I'll, yeah. I'll help you for the one stress, I guess. You have to explain how you can help me or you just... Uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Just, yeah, we'll, see, we'll see how you roll first. <laughs> So I get to roll two. Yep. Yep. That's a six. Okay. Right. Uh, the my uh, the eyes once again roll up, and then like as you're blowing the dart, it's like guided as if by a ghostly hand. Yeah. So you're already aiming for like the joints in the the body armor, but you literally see like you're like almost close on the money, but it's about to hit the armor, and then the bolt literally just kind of flies up and then sticks down like right in his collar, Wonderful. and the guy just starts like. Oh, goes down like a sack of bricks. All right, come on, let's fucking get out of here, y'all. Let's yeah. move. Like, cops have definitely been <laughs> Yeah, the silent alarm is definitely going. Yep. One moment. And I look around for... Uh... I still have this computer open. Was I able to turn off the silent alarm? Roll me a ticker check. Also, <laughs> while that's going on, I'm also going to look for the elf as well, or whatever happening to him. Uh, yeah. So you, like, the smoke starts to clear... And you, like, see the, the mercenaries you knocked out that other people have knocked out. And then you see Widget, who is kind of, like, uh, in that sort of customer waiting area, has been, like, shoved into a chair, and his head has just twisted all the way around. Oh, yikes. Okay, did not think that was going to happen. That, well. uh, that man is very dead. Damn. Well, we rip, it. I guess. Go. All right, um, I'm just going to pat him down uh, for the cheer that he had with him. <laughs> yes, you do find the eight ball of cheer. And yeah, I just take the cheer, like get my finger in it and just take a little bit out and just rub it on my gums a bit. Then, ah, uh, that's probably good stuff. Then I just put it in my pocket and regroup. All right. Uh, uh, Tick, what did you get for your tinker check? Four. All right. Uh, yeah, the cops are like, they're here. They haven't gotten to the vault yet, but they are definitely in the bank. You gotta go. Okay, we gotta go. Good thing we got a back door. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, and... can we say everyone successfully gets to 
the door and we close it? Yep. And I'll say that uh, you're able to reasonably extricate yourself from the situation because literally nobody saw you use that entrance. And the only people that did are, like, completely unconscious or dead. And yeah, with uh, sort of casually walking out to a nearby van, you throw all the duffel bags in the back, jump in, and casually drive away from the scene of carnage. <laughs> you uh, meet back up at the location, at the uh, the drop-off location, and waiting for you there is a, uh, a man with a, a shock white beard and sort of white slick back hair pulled into a little bit of a ponytail. He's wearing a, like, uh, a dark red leather jacket with a sort of white business suit underneath and red pants, uh, and you basically bring out the bags. Uh, he opens them up, takes a look, he says, hmm, I knew that... Uh, Blight had the right uh, people for the job, and, well, I have to say, he's come through in style. I'll make sure to wire the money to your account in uh, uh, due time. And soon enough, like, literally as he says that, the money is already in your account. Wow, it's Christmas magic. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> ah, you bet it is. And then the man takes off in his incredibly souped up uh, hot rod that has a bunch of what looked like reindeer painted on the side of it. Mm as he dashes off into the night. And with that, I think we are going to bring a close to our holiday special. Wow, guys. I can't believe we got to meet Jesus. (laughs) 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 All right. I hope everyone had as much fun as we had playing. And uh, we hope to see you next time for our other various misadventures. Good night, everybody. Happy holidays. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.